Welcome to this episode of Consider It Blacklit. I am Kim Singleton, your host. And for those of you tuning in for the first time, Consider It Blacklit highlights films, television programs, and stage plays featuring African-Americans up front and behind the scenes. We also discuss social issues as it relates to some of these programs and how they may or may not impact our communities. So thank you for tuning in and we hope you continue to tune in each week. Today, it is my pleasure to highlight a music supervisor of films, television, and commercials, Lynette Harrigan. Welcome, Lynette. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are so excited to have you on the show. Let's start off by telling our audience a little bit about your background and your journey in becoming a music supervisor. Well, I started off um, very, very young. I was always singing. I had music all around me. When I would wake up in the morning, my mother had a huge record collection. <laughs> so she would be playing music from the from the time she woke up to the time she went to bed. I heard music from the time I was a child. And, and then later on, my father was playing piano. He played piano. My grandfather was a band leader in the Caribbean. Uh, so my, that was all around me. Music was always around me. And uh, later on, I studied music myself. I uh, studied voice, singing voice. I was also playing piano as well. And I started working in the industry. I was a performer. I was a, a singer, a background singer. I started uh, performing in theater, music theater. I also did uh, did a lot of work in church. So um, music was very, it came natural to me. And music supervision was something that I came upon later on as I got older. Wow, that's amazing. So tell our audience exactly what does a music supervisor do? Well, a music supervisor is a storyteller. They are, um, they tell, help to tell, help to tell the story with music uh, when it comes to visual media. They manage all aspects of music and visual media. That could be anything from a film, a documentary, um, a, a music video, a, um, a, a commercial, a video game, um, lots of TV, reality shows, I, even web series. I mean, it, it just, it's endless. When it comes to visual media, that's, we have so much of that today and that's where music supervision comes in. So how would you interact with a director on a film in terms of helping him get the final project or setting the mood through music? Well, with a director, usually they have a certain vision, so it's up to you to help them to to see that vision to fruition, to um, to find places for music, to uh, find the perfect fit, um, to find the perfect music for their scenes, for the dialogue, to read their scripts, to understand what's going on there, and to again to kind of help him or her to see that vision through. Um, you also have like a, a, a lot of paperwork involved. You have to get permissions, you have to get licenses because when it comes to music, there's a lot involved. There's a lot of people involved. There's a lot of uh, a business behind it as mm -hmm. well. So that's very important. That's where a music supervisor really becomes uh, an asset because there's so much work behind it and a director doesn't have time to do that. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's a lot of moving pieces. Tell us, what do you consider the hardest part of your job? Ha, huh. <laughs> well, I would say <laughs> you have 
you have a number of people because you not only have the director, a lot of times you'll have producers involved. So you have a team, you have a crew. And, and at times, you know, you have some tough personalities you have to deal with. And uh, everyone doesn't always trust your vision. So it's up to you to, uh, to, to deal with those personalities and try to get that job done, try to get the project done. Mm. And as a woman of color, um, what specific challenges does that bring? Well, when I first started out, which was uh, over 10 years ago now, um, I really didn't see people of color. I saw no men or women of color. So I would usually end up in rooms or in situations with all, everyone was uh, not, not looking like me. So uh, that was probably the hardest part and but I I stayed I I stayed the the uh, I stayed on the path I kept going and it's now opening up it's changing a bit um it's getting it's getting to the point where you see more more of us but it wasn't it wasn't always like that. Tell us how did you get that first music supervisor job? Um, relationships. I met a lot of people. I was going, I was traveling a lot. Um, I was in the industry already. So I uh, did a lot of, I just went, like met people. Um, they started kind of showing me different things that they were doing. I got involved and uh, one thing led to another basically. And that's, that's how it all started to open up. So somebody said, oh, she knows music. Come be a music supervisor. Did- not quite, not quite. Um, <laughs> as we as we started, like say in, uh, around 2010, 2011, you have like more technology happening. You have more platforms. You have streaming that's really kind of recently started happening. And as you have more platforms and more of a need for music, that's when the, a lot of these avenues started to open up and people start talking and they say, wow, we need this and we need that. So you start to hear things and you have friends that, you know, every... I have friends that were in music and that are still in music. So basically you start one, one person talks to another and that's how you kind of find yourself in those situations. Wow. Wow. So how does um, your background in music help you to do the job? Um, Is it required that you have like be a musician or a singer to be a music supervisor? Um, It's more, it's more about really uh, knowing music, understanding music, and being exposed to many, many genres, because in music supervision, you normally it, it's like you you have a need for music and it changes like all the time. Um, so and and you have to cover many genres, even in a black uh, project. Uh, there's sometimes you could have uh, you could be using jazz, you could be using uh, funk, you could be using soul. I mean, there's so many different genres and it's from so many different time periods. So you need to have that that understanding and like knowledge or some kind of background to help you to, to in order to fill those needs. Otherwise, you really would you wouldn't really understand it as well, and you wouldn't be able to quickly be able to fill those needs that that are required. Wow, wow. So, um, tell us about some of your past projects and some of the notable people that you may have worked with. Ah, well, in my recent past, I was working on um, a documentary. It was for uh, called Motion in Motion. It's now on Apple TV. I believe it's still on Apple TV. 
And um, it's about the life and music of the iconic jazz drummer slash composer, uh, Paul Motion. And I was the music supervisor for that. It had a lot to do, that work had a lot to do with uh, getting permissions and getting licenses because in the documentary, you have not only his music, but you have music of a number of the people that he worked with. And so I learned a lot through that. And it was really, really interesting, even though he's not, he wasn't necessarily a, a, a black man or a man of color, but um, it, he worked with a lot of uh, black artists, uh, famous black jazz musicians. So that it was very interesting because he he spoke about that and how that influenced him. So it was very, very interesting. I loved, I loved working on that project. Also, um, not too long ago, I did a series, a uh, comedy series uh, called Rhonda Mitchell, MD, which was a, um, it started off as a web series. It's now streaming on Tubi. And it's all about a black woman, a black female doctor who uh, left her, she left her, she was fired from her job. She had to go back to Harlem. It was, it was uh, set in Harlem. And she had to go back to her father's practice. Her father was also a doctor and she had to go back to his practice after she was fired from her job. And it's a comedy and I love doing that. Um, there was a lot of music, a lot of great music involved with that. I also got to work with Chris Jasper, who was formerly of the Isley Brothers. And he um, he's a singer songwriter, legendary. And um, he had some new music that he wanted to uh uh, place into that that series. So we actually found a, a song of his, Man Up, that was used in the very beginning of that series. And it's it sound it, it just was such a perfect fit. And we were so happy to work with him on that. So he's he's just an example of some of the older artists who actually come back and want to be a part of uh, what's going on now. And it was just really a great a thrill to to work with him. Yes, everything old is new again, because I love when I hear young people singing music of my day. And I think that's why your job is so important, because you understand so many genres. And sometimes, you know, I'm sure to to meet a mood or whatever the director is trying to do, you may go back in the crates, so to speak, and bring music to the forefront. And then the young people start singing it and then they become familiar with the music, too. So, yes. Yes. Kudos to you guys. Everybody needs a music supervisor. So Lynette, tell us about some of the projects you're working on now. Well, as a music supervisor, you sometimes you can double as a uh, consultant as well. So I consult on a number of shows. Uh, one of them is Will Smith's Bel Air, which is streaming on uh, Peacock. And with that show, they, there's huge amounts of music that that, it, that are featured throughout this, the series, throughout the season. And you have enormous amounts of uh, hip hop, you have R&B, you have, uh, sometimes you have gospel. So it's it's a very, very interesting. You stay very, very busy because they use so much music on that show. So that's that's really interesting too, to be a consultant, aside from being a music supervisor. Oh, wow, that sounds exciting. Now I'm gonna be relooking at that show with a different eye, knowing that you consulted on it. So I read that you went to Hunter and you got your degree in media production. Yes. Um, tell us how your education has influenced your career. Wow. Hunter actually opened the door to my first job. Um, I, in, in the record industry, I, uh, through Hunter, I started working for MJJ at Sony. MJJ was actually Michael Jackson's label. 
he had a small label at the time. It was at Sony and he had some artists on that label and I was hired through Hunter for that job. So it was really through there that I started first learning firsthand about the, the record business and uh, working with artists. And it just was my first, it was, it opened the door to the world that I always dreamed of that I really didn't know a whole lot about. So it really gave me that experience to kind of keep going and to get to this point where I am now. So Hunter, I, I, <laughs> I, I give them a lot of credit and I love, I love Hunter. I want to hear a little bit more about your performing career. Like tell oh, wow. us a little bit about that. Like, where did you sing? What did you sing? Yeah, I actually um, got it. I got some great opportunities. I was touring in Europe. I, 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 I lived in Europe for a short time and I was performing with a number of uh, great artists, uh, Euro European artists, but we we got to do some huge stages, uh, Sinead O'Connor and Tears for Fears and uh, a number of others um, that I work with. Uh, we recorded, we, we did, um, we did uh, some film recordings because they actually had the a program. That program, uh, we had they had programs on in in Europe where we were actually recording and 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 doing concerts there. Um, I did a lot of background singing. I did some songwriting um, as well. I I was a uh, a demo singer at one point for Mary J. Blige. Um, that was really early on where I would sing some of the songs that she that were being. Um, that she was being asked for sing uh, to sing, but I actually it was actually it was my job to actually demo the song for her to see if she wanted to sing it. So I, I did a lot of that, and I met up with her actually um, years later, and we talked and laughed and and everything. Um, great lady, um, and I did a lot of musical theater as well. I did some acting and uh, traveled with that as well. So I I had some fun, a lot of fun with um with in performing. I still do it uh, as well. I still sing. I did recently, I sang for a short film and that should be out soon too. Um, <laughs> so um, as a music supervisor, there are many actually who who are musicians and, and songwriters and, and singers and they still perform and they do the business side too. So it really, you know, it really is about really how good you are, I guess, at, at kind of doing both. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. So yeah. tell the audience who or what inspires you in the work that you do. Wow. Um, when I first started, um, I actually had the pleasure and, and the privilege to meet um, Ava DuVernay and the director. And she went on to do so many huge things after the fact. And she became a mentor for me. Um, she went on, she did Selma. She did Queen Sugar on OWN. She did uh, another film that I really, really loved uh, was um, When They See Us, which actually uh, won some great, I think it won an Emmy. And she became such a uh, uh, an inspiration for me because not only is she a director and a producer and everything else, but she's also an activist. So she put a lot of, she added a lot of that activism into her work and that really inspired me and uh, not only to do uh, to be involved in, the, in, in in film and in music and things like that in television, but to actually become in pro become involved in projects that had meaning that helped to kind of help and help to uh, help 
the people of color actually to move forward. And that's, that's something actually I think she inspired me a lot about to not just focus on the entertainment aspect, but also to see the activism. And I love that. Mm. Um, also, I love Charles uh, King, who's the head of Macro. He's a producer. Um, I know that Judas and the Black Messiah was one of their biggest projects. It was uh, Oscar nominated. I'm very inspired by him. I'd love to work with him uh, at some point. Um, he uh, took that company from a little blip on, on the radar to now a huge uh, a power player in the business. And I'm really inspired by that. These are all great producers um, that, and, uh, that I'd love to actually follow in the footsteps of. And then you have uh, a Quinta Brunson, who's who's uh, doing Abbott Elementary. She's doing some big things as well. So there's a lot of great inspiration just all around us, and and I you know I can't help but want to be a part of that. <laughs> Which brings me to my my next question. I mean, you do the music supervising thing, but you also do other things in filmmaking, like producing. Why don't you tell us about some of your some of your other roles? Okay, well, those that's mainly uh, what I've, aside from music supervision, I've been producing. Uh, I'm working on some projects right now in development. Can't talk about them yet, but I will be talking about them very, very soon. Um, after 10 years of working in the business, you can't help but learn a lot. I've, again, I've been around some of the best in the business and it's definitely inspired me and, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait to really be able to talk about it and 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 really um to start to start just <laughs> just doing your thing. Doing it, doing it, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, um outside of your work, um what film or television program or commercial have you seen where you thought that music supervision was right on point? Mm. There were some shows actually that are no longer on that I really loved uh, the music in. Um, Greenleaf was one that was on OWN. They had great music. Um, they had a Scandal, Scandal with Terry, Kerry Washington that was on channel, I believe it was ABC. And they had some excellent music. Um, I know some of those supervisors as well. Um, they had, uh, you had a number of shows like Glee from way back. Like, I think that was like 10 years ago. They had excellent music. You had movies uh, in film. You had excellent soundtracks. Whitney Houston, Bodyguard, uh, Waiting to Exhale. Oh my God. It was, those were huge. I mean, I don't know if we'll see those types anymore. Like they, those, cause those were so long ago. And because the budgets are different now, or or maybe even just because the artists and the industry is different, but those are some of the best uh, that I can remember. I still listen to them to this day. So some of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, what advice would you give young people who may be interested in becoming a music supervisor? I, okay. I would say stay open, um, Stay open when it comes to what your dreams and your aspirations. Um, don't feel like you have to, like it's like you're only, you can only do one thing or follow one path. Um, stay open and look for mentors, you know, um, talk to God, uh, find, find out, get some guidance, find out if this, if it's right for you, 
because for some people it may not be. Um, what I thought I was going to do when I first started out wasn't what I ended up doing. Um, so there's always that question, what is what is right for me? What is the path for me? What is the right path for me? And I think it's important to really uh, to find, to get guidance when it comes to that. Um, because sometimes things are really not for us. And that's that's the best advice I think I could give to a a a, um, a young person who's looking for um, look, trying to find their their way with any any part of the business really not just music supervision but anything. Right, and I think you brought up a, a good point earlier the networking you know kind of get out there and kind of get to know people. Oh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, learn your craft uh, as much as possible, whatever whatever it is. Um learn, get some skills, uh, do some studying. I, I've done so many different courses in so many different ways. I have certificates in music supervision. Uh, supervision. I have certificate in uh, documentary filmmaking. I have, I've been to many, many, cor uh, many courses and done a lot of studying and, and have actually worked with people also and learned that way as well. I've done internships. So, I mean, that that's part of what makes you great because of your learning and, and your skills. So it makes you a value to the business mm -hmm. So that that changes everything. Yeah. Right. Right. Great advice. Great advice. So um, if somebody wanted to stay um, up to date on what you're doing, um, how could they like follow you on social media, your website, and give us some information. Yeah, definitely. My website www.lynette, L-I-N-N-E-T-T-E, Harrigan, H-A-R-R-I-G-A-N, media.com. It's pretty long, <laughs> but it's just my name, Lynette Harrigan, media.com. And that's where every all my information is. I usually uh, have it updated pretty often. Also, my social media, there's a lot going on there. Um, I post... Um, projects for artists actually there sometimes um because i have a lot of needs in music and um a lot of them get to meet me through different uh events that i am a part of things like that or they can get involved and that's how i meet some of them too so it's really a it's a good opportunity if they if they're trying to connect to somebody like myself hmm. good 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 well um we're about to close out do you have any closing words for our audience Music is, is very important to our lives. So we should all, you know, make sure that we, um, we, we, we connect. Don't forget about it. Don't, uh, don't see it as something that's unimportant. It's important. It's very important to our lives. Mm, great, great, great. Well, everyone, that's our time for today. I'd like to thank Lynette for coming on and sharing her experience as a music supervisor. And we look forward to all her upcoming projects. You can't talk about them now, but we will be on the lookout for them. And everyone else, thank you for tuning in. And until next week, consider yourself Blacklit. <laughs>